Hey friends, Rich here from Unseminary. It's hard to know how to grow your church in normal times, especially even more than so the case as we come out of this pandemic into a changing culture. But you desperately want to. You believe that your church can still grow. That's why my friends at 5-2 have created a guide that will lead you through five surprisingly easy steps to create a church that blesses your community. That's what people want to be a part of, and that's what's growing these days. Listen, the good news, you don't have to do it yourself. This guide that 5-2 put together walks you through a proven process to find the right group of people who will help carry the load and bring growth to your ministry. You'll be relieved. People will be helped. Your church will grow. 5-2 has helped literally hundreds of pastors find and mobilize leaders for growth. Download this guide at 5-2.com forward slash leaders. That's 52.com forward slash leaders for a step-by-step proven process to get the right leaders on board. On board. You'll find five surprisingly easy steps to mobilize your congregation. Again, that's 52.com forward slash leaders. Stop wondering how to grow your church and feeling like you have to do it all yourself. Find and mobilize leaders in just five weeks. 52.com forward slash leaders today. Are you looking for practical ministry help to inform and inspire your leadership? Do you have a sinking feeling that your ministry training didn't prepare you for the real world? Hey, you're not alone. Join thousands of other leaders in pursuit of stuff you wish they taught in seminary. Welcome to the Unseminary Podcast, presented by CDF Capital, helping churches grow. Visit them at cdf.capital forward slash unseminary. Hey friends, Rich here again from Unseminary. Listen, today's episode is a solo episode and we're diving into mindset shifts post this whole pandemic, really post COVID-19. You know, as it's been said, as the leader goes, so goes the organizations. It's often been said that the leader ultimately drives the behavior of an organization It's a scary thought when you think that our internal thought life can express itself in the people that we consistently lead. You know, I think this is a truism of any kind uh, or of leadership in any of any kind, any organization. But man, it's so true in the local church. I've seen this time and again, really uh, churches take on the personality of their leadership. They take on the mindset, the direction of their leadership. And so today, what I'm asking you to do is to reflect and understand your internal thought life, particularly as we come out of this pandemic, particularly as we come out of COVID-19. You know, I've seen this in my own kids. I'm sure you've seen it in yours that, you know, my own habits, hangups and hurts can come out in their life. It's like they echo down a generation. Uh, and although that's true with our own kids, it's, it's true as well with our organization. So what I today want to do is challenge you to think of five different mindsets. These are five ways that your mindset may be shifted during COVID, during this pandemic season. And I want to challenge you to think differently in this season. So the first mindset shift I want to, uh, kind of encourage you towards is from surviving to thriving. There's no doubt that over the past year plus, you've had to make a lot of difficult decisions to ensure the survival of your church. Uh, At first, it might have been the pivot to go online or to figure out how are we going to do online now with with kind of everyone in the world being online. And over over the time, you've maybe had to uh, make all kinds of difficult financial decisions. Uh, You've had to make so many decisions over the last year to frankly stay afloat. But you know what? 
now is the time for us to shed this thinking. We need to move beyond just surviving and move towards thriving, really asking the question, what can we do to reach people around us? If we continue to focus on survival only, we will miss huge opportunities that God is sending our way. Even what we talked about yesterday on the podcast, we talk about this fall. This fall is going to be a huge opportunity. There's massive doors for the gospel opening up in just a few months. I don't want you to miss them. And we'll miss that if we keep focusing just on surviving. If you're just about survival, we'll miss opportunities to take new risks, to push the kingdom forward, to do the thing that God wants us to do. So the question is, what aspects of your personality continues to lean towards surviving rather than thriving? All right, number two, from keeping to reaching, one of the sad realities of watching church leaders talk amongst themselves in this season is, man, it just seems that so many of those conversations are about how do we get back to pre-COVID attendance levels. Man, this is a really dangerous mindset. It's potentially incredibly dangerous. If It's understandable, frankly, that you would think about this. You know, like we, we are constantly comparing, you know, year before, year before, where are we at? It's understandable. But if we keep thinking just about keeping, about getting back to that bar, we will miss the new people that are all around us. We'll miss the new opportunities to reach people that are right in front of us. Your community has changed tremendously in the last 15 months. And those dynamics need to be addressed. We need to be addressing the community that's in front of us now, not the community that was there 15 months ago. We need to be fully engaged in reaching the world today and not wishing for the world of yesterday. You've seen a lot of new people connect with your church online in the last year plus. Let's not discard those people. Let's figure out how do we accelerate their connection? How do we see them dive more deeply into connecting with us? How do we identify what we've learned from our online experiences and put that into our in-person experiences to reach even more people? Listen, I want you to be thinking not about how do we keep, but how do we reach. Let's go way beyond just this low benchmark of let's get get our attendance back to winter 2020. All right, number three, from reaction to vision. One of the things that I've loved about church leaders in this season is, man, your reaction skills are finally home. They're like a cat's You've had to make so many quick pivots over these months and you've come up with new solutions. And although this is a good skill that you have developed, if we stay in that mode of just constantly reacting, we will miss the long-term vision. We'll miss the question of where is God taking us down the road? It can be a helpful skill to have great leadership flexibility. But what does God want to be doing in your church a year from now? What is Where does he want you to be in five years? What about 20 years? What will outlive you? What is the big vision? What is the hairy audacious vision that God's calling you to. We need to move from just reacting to thinking about that vision. What have you learned over this last year that can help you and your organization chart a brand new course for the future? Stop waiting for the other shoe to drop. Stop waiting for that other shoe to fall and really look to the horizon and see what God has called you to next. All right, number four, from cynical to hopeful. Cynicism is an acid that will erode your spiritual life if it goes unchecked. I love my friend, uh, Kerry Newhoff. His book, Didn't See It Coming, has a whole discussion in there about cynicism. And I've been thinking about this recently, frankly, as I've seen cynicism bubble up in my life. And it offers a great conversation about cynicism, but not just that, it also gives us a journey forward. I would highly recommend you, links are in the show notes, that you pick up a copy of that. We need to look for cynicism that's welling up in us and replace that cynicism with hope. Replace the negative thoughts about everything that's going so badly or has gone so badly in this last year with a positive understanding of what God wants to do next. In some leadership circles, it's almost like cynicism is a heralded trait. It's like the the people that are the most cynical win. 
It's almost like we want to out cynic other, others. Man, let's resist those communities, resist that way of thinking and move forward. And then finally, listen, let's move from us to them. At its core, the pandemic, sorry, at its core, the pandemic drove us to think internally. It forced us to not travel as much. We traveled to fewer places in the last year. Uh, it's pushed us to really think inside the four walls of our homes. It's literally caused us to be distant from other people. We've been scared to even shake hands with neighbors or, or maybe hug a friend. If we don't address this, this, this inward us-centric thinking, uh, that will ultimately uh, take root in our church and it'll hinder what we believe God wants to do in our church long-term. Listen, the local church is the only organization in the world that is, exists not for people that are in it, exists for people that are outside of it. In what ways have you found your life or church that have become more and more inward looking? In what areas have you shifted towards thinking more about the people who are attending rather than the people who aren't attending? Let's look for ways to push beyond us and look to them in this season. Friends, we're cheering for you here at Unseminary. We love you. We love church leaders. We love getting in your corner. We want to do everything we can to encourage you. If you're still looking for some help uh, with this post-COVID mindset, here's three things I'd love you to do. First of all, one, gather your team together and talk through your mindsets that need to shift. You could use these five. Maybe there's other ones. You're a smart person. You'll come up with all kinds of ones and talk about what I, how what would that look like? What do we need to do to change our mindset, to be thinking differently, to be formed into the kind of thinking that that God wants us to have? Number two, process your internal thought life with a great Christian counselor. Counseling continues to really have a positive impact on Christian leaders across the country. If you have not experienced what really the joy and freedom that can come from processing with some someone of deep wisdom, now would be a great time to process. Say, hey, I see some cynicism. I see some internal orientation happening. I see some stuff going on in my thought life that is not positive. I need help, help shifting it. And finally, maybe make a journaling habit. Journaling will help you think about your thinking. It'll, it'll help you uh, to really process at a higher level. It'll force you to go beyond just what am I happening and just reacting, but actually thinking about your reactions. Even journaling your prayer life could be a great way to start that. In seasons that I've, and that I've had journaling as a part of my life, I found that has been such a positive, fruitful part of my experience. Now might be a season for you to think about that. Listen, we're cheering for you. Thank you so much for leading. Uh, thank you for all you're doing. We're excited to hear what God does in your church in this season as we think about maybe some new mindsets we need to take on. Thanks for tuning in to the Unseminary Podcast. Drop by unseminary.com for more helpful resources for you and your team. There you will find articles, online courses, and so much more. Unseminary, stuff you wish they taught in seminary. Presented by CDF Capital. Visit them at cdf.capital forward slash unseminary.